We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. You gotta have a like the why, and we know our why. So you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yep. Millions and millions of people have done this already. You can get help, you can get a roadmap, you can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. <laughs> Welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K&K. Hey everybody, Value Add with K&K, Crystal Kenny here. Just want to say thank you so much for the support, for listening, um, the comments, everything. Keep it up. We'll keep going as long as we can. And if you like what you're listening to, like what you're watching, uh, tell your friends about it, leave us a review, maybe even give us five stars. We love those. That's how we can grow and continue to bring you guys value and spread the word. Thanks, guys. Right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Value Add with K&K. Today, we have Jarver, Jarvis Leverson in the house, as I know him, the morning hero. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, yeah. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm conquering the world, man. Nice. <laughs> we, were here, we were here laughing and talking about diets and babies and staying up at night and all this fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for coming in. No, thank you, thank you for having me. For um, sure. I was I'll always go through how we met. Um, we met at the uh, university club, mm-hmm. and then we kept going back and forth about working out. And then I remember we worked out at the. Uh, we did like a five a.m. at the Orange Theory, and that was early. Oh I was, yeah, I was starting was... to get you up super early, and then one day we're like, "Why don't we meet at the stairs downtown and do uh, five a.m." And then you do the Accelerated Growth Club, you run that, and then we started getting everybody to go there. And everybody's like, 5 a.m. is too early, so then we started doing 5.30. Yeah. And so that's how we kind of started doing our thing. Yeah, yeah, it was good to see another crazy person like me getting up that early, <laughs> punishing ourselves. I'm like, let's, let's do this together. It's not a lot of you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think there was other people out there that was that much of a lunatic like I was. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been a, a fun ride. and. And just been growing it since then. Yeah. And now you have like a tribe of early risers, don't you? Man, it's all about the tribe. Yeah. I mean, that's I, that, it's funny you use that word because that's smart. That's our tagline for what the Accelerated Growth Club is. Is, is I call it find your, hashtag find your tribe. And what I found was that um, like everyone, everyone's all on their on their individual journeys. You know, you got, you know, you're over here reading books and. You know, getting blessed with your journey, and someone over here is they're reading podcast or listening to podcasts and watching YouTube uh, things, and and going to seminars and workshops and working on their craft. And another person's over here on their individual journey. And when you just come together, like it's one thing to just go and and grow on your own, but how powerful is it when you come together and join forces and leverage each other and use each other as resources, uh, feed feed off of each other's energy, and that truly is what a tribe is. And so. Uh, it, it's the collective, the collective mm-hmm. energy, the collective knowledge. And it's, so, and, and it's so healthy, right? It's, it's, a, it's support, <clears throat> right? It's just to know that you're not alone. So I, I call it find your tribe. Like It's one of the cornerstones of, of the messages that I push is that you got to find other like-minded people that, that you groove with, that you're in sync mm-hmm. with, that's on your wavelength. And when you do that, boy, it's going to accelerate you so much faster to wherever it is you're trying to go. So um, it's one of the things when I find other people or when, I, when I'm around other people that I feel like I, I, I got some sort of synergy with, I go out of my way to make sure I incorporate them into my life somehow. And that's kind of how, how we, me and you linked up, Kenny. We were just in a room together at the university club. I think you were in a, 
a meeting or someone randomly introduced us mm-hmm. um, and we're like, you know what, let's, you know, you seem like a cool person. Like I can vibe with you. Let's, let's get connect. together. Yeah. Let's connect. Right. And yeah. then and here we are. Like we're here. Yeah, exactly. That, this is exactly the point you're making is this is what happens. You connect with the right people and you lead here and um, you're doing your thing. We're doing ours, but we're coming together here. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of why I had you on. I mean, you just heard a little bit about Jarvis, like just what he's saying is, but I feel like you our, our show's value add, so adding value to people, but you add a lot of value to people. Um, probably more than others, you're just huge on just like want to make people's better and better and better as yourself. And I think yeah. that's huge. And it's been awesome to be around and watch. So, man, I, I, I really appreciate it. I, I think that's what we're here for, uh, ultimately, is um, leaving an impact, yep. having some sort of impact <laughs> on others, right? Um, you know, you can go and be successful and, and amass all these accomplishments and accolades, but it doesn't really mean anything um, in t- unless you figure out how you can leverage your your talents to help someone else along their journey. And for me, that's that's what I've dedicated my life to now is, and that truly is what fulfills me. So, and, th- and you know, that's kind of, uh, that's a big piece of kind of what the last two years for me have, has been about, where I started off, <clears throat> and I think like a lot of people, kind of just chasing this dream, what, what, you, what you identify success as, how do you define um, you know, success and accomplishment, and most of the time, it's you equate it to money. All right, so yeah. go off and amass, you know, some sort of, you know, this, you know, wealth and riches, and that that that'll make me happy. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. My journey is you know, all the way up until thirty five. I was um, yeah. Tell us your story a little I, bit. I was in software sales, and I was really good at it. And so you know, the company I was with, I was with this uh, software firm here in San Diego, and. You know, I was the number one sales rep. We were flying, you know, we, I was going to company trips to the Bahamas, and uh, I was <clears throat> speaking on stage uh, to an audience of 500 people, telling them what I was doing to be so successful, what, what, you know, and, and you know, I had a groove. I had it on the surface. I had everything you could imagine, you know, to, to you know, what you would equate to be, to be successful. Um, you know, me and my girlfriend, we lived in a penthouse over in this really nice part of town overlooking the water and then over on one side of the, ha- the place and the other side look overlooking the skyline and we had the you know the cars and the toys <clears throat> the toys and <clears throat> we're throwing these you know dinner parties for our friends and everything just was in sync and everyone you know from the outside looking in you would think that you know everything was perfect and life was grand and groovy but um, for some reason, every morning I would get up in this deep funk of anxiety and just like this cloud, and like I was just fighting my day. Like I didn't, couldn't figure out what it was, but uh, I was dragging myself out of bed and just kind of resisting the day. And uh, I was just empty inside. Like there was, there was just this void, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And and it just this this thing. Uh, I wasn't sleeping uh, right, and I wasn't eating right, and. Um, it, you know, I was getting prescribed, you know, antidepressants, and I was just kind of in this funk, mm-hmm. like just dragging myself uh, through the day. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? You know, I, I got all this stuff. I, I'm, I'm successful, you know, I, by everyone's standards. Like, I'm living the dream, but here I am still empty. What, what is it? And so that kind of kicked me into my – for me, I'm, I'm a drastic person. I don't do anything just halfway. So <laughs> I decided to blow my whole life up. And um, I went into my, my, my job and I told my boss, you know, hey, listen, I'm not, 
I'm not the ideal employee right now. I know I'm not doing you any favors by taking up space on the team. I'm just kind of an empty vessel, like a, a cadaver walking around here. You know, I'm going to do you a favor, and I'm going to relieve myself. And I went home uh, that same day, and uh, I woke my girlfriend up, and I told her the same exact speech. You know, hey, I'm not doing you any favors. You know, I'm just taking up space in your life. You deserve a better boyfriend than this. Uh, I'm going to do you a, a favor, and I'm going to let myself go. And uh, packed up my stuff and left. And, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, proud of the way I did it, but I kind of just left her. I bent and just walked out on her with all my stuff and sold, my, sold all my things and took a one-way flight to Europe. And I spent four months just backpacking Europe by myself, just on this grand journey of trying to find out what happiness and fulfillment is. Just try, trying to knock off everything on my bucket list, doing all this stuff that I thought would make me happy. And spent every dime I had and uh, had to come back to the United <clears throat> States, dead broke, and had to move back to Chicago with my, with my mom. So, uh, so here I was. I went from having it all, went from having all the toys and the cars and the house and the girl and, you know, making all the money to, you know, a couple months later, I'm dead broke, back in Chicago, sleeping on my mom's couch with no job, no girl, no, uh, no dream, no vision, no nothing, just... Uh, kind of truly at, down at my my rock bottom, wow. and uh, that moment for me was kind of what kicked me into this hyper growth mode because at that point forward, I, I had to figure something out, and so I got really diligent about what who am I, what am I here for, what was I uniquely put on this planet to accomplish, and how do I get there? And so I started reading books and listening to podcasts and just trying to soak up as much as I can to try to kind of figure out my direction. And I uh, read this book called The Miracle Morning by That's Hal Elrod. Right. And that book really, really set the stage for everything that I'm doing now. It really, it really kind of set the tone for my whole existence because up until that point, it, it showed me what I was doing wrong. Up until that point, oh yeah, you got it right there. Yep, it's uh, so you, that's so on you the know. shelf because of you. After after you told me your story, I got the book and I listened to it, and it was really kind of like powerful for me too. So, yeah, yeah, not to cut awesome. you off, but I was like looking for it. I'm like, it's there. Okay, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's sitting right on my uh, as soon as you walk in my house, we, <clears throat> I have it on display, almost like it's art. Um, and it's nothing like truly profound. It's very simple. Like he just <laughs> breaks down. Very simple concepts, uh, just very simple concepts of what uh, of helping you find who your who what your full potential is. Who who are you? What you are? What are your you know divine gifts? And who, what your absolute best self looks like? And how do you pursue that best self every day? And in its simplest form, it showed me what I was doing wrong every day. And that's just getting up and going. And for years, I would just wake up into my day. I would just wake up into social media and text messages and emails. And before I've even gotten out of the bed, you know, I'm scrolling in this endless loop of everyone else's intentions, uh, news and email and text messages. So before my feet even hits the floor, the world has a noose around my neck and I'm, all, I'm just being dragged around all day long. And I'm busy. I've, I was so good at being busy. All day long, I could fill my day up with stuff. 
I never took time to see if was I actually being progressive and progressing towards this vision of what I have for my life, progressing towards my dreams and my goals. I was just busy. And so that busyness kind of just uh, built up this, over time, this anxiety, because I, I wasn't, what I realized is I wasn't actually moving forward to my goals. I had been stagnant for so long, just spinning in place, mm-hmm. just busy, busy, spinning in place, but never actually making progress towards who I was actually being called to be. So the book showed me that you start every morning with intention, and most people don't start their day with intention. They just get up and go, and they never take that time to take a step back and say, okay, who am I today? Who, how am I going to show up in the world today for myself, for my vision, for my family, uh, for my friends, uh, for my health and fitness? How, what, what does my best self look like today? Let me tap into that right now. Let me take a few minutes in solitude. Let me get back in touch with my vision and where I'm headed. And then put a strategy together of how I'm going to attack this day. And that book showed me how to start your morning every day with a plan. Mm-hmm. How to start every day with a structure. Don't just get up and start running. Sit down first and strategize. It's like, it's like you're, you're uh, setting your GPS coordinates. You know, you don't get in the car and just start driving. The first thing you do is you got to set your end destination. Set your GPS coordinates. Let it do its calculation. And then you get your turn-by-turn directions of where you're trying to go. Most people get up and they just start driving. And then next thing you know, you know, they're so far into their journey before they look up and realize they're, they're nowhere near the right direction that they're supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. They're nowhere near their path. They've just got, they just got in the car and started driving every day. So every day, you gotta, you got to get in and first set your GPS coordinates. And that's, that's what the Miracle Morning showed me is that start your day with a morning practice where you can get in tune to your destination, then strategize on where you, you know, how you're going to get there, and then you get in the car and you start driving. So... Uh, so that, that that kind of just set the tone, and it completely transformed my life. The moment, from the day I read that book, literally within th- three months later, uh, I was engaged to be married. I had lost 35 pounds. I, was, um, I had started two businesses. My relationships with my family were on fire. Every inch of my life had exploded, all because every morning... I was very intentional about how it started my day. Mm-hmm. Just from setting intention every morning uh, throughout, t- so the, the practices they uh, encourage are meditation, journaling, exercise, reading, uh, affirmations, and visualizations. Mm-hmm. And so from that process, these are the first times, after you know, reading this book was the first time I was introduced to the, any of these concepts. Meditation, you know, I thought that was just for like, hippies and yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yogis yeah. and yeah. you know the, the we all did the, the people that are far out yeah. there like mm-hmm. that i don't identify with those there's no way that kind mm-hmm. of stuff works that's fairy tale stuff right you know and journaling you know that's like i'm gonna keep a diary come on i'm a grown man yeah. I'm, right, right i'm gonna walk around with a diary yeah. <laughs> so, um so so these things were foreign to me but it was amazing how powerful it was to sit every day and just kind of sort out my own trash, right? It's mm-hmm. sort through my own thoughts, sort through my own dreams and visions, like just get reconnected to, and, and that, that art of, med- just that those two alone, meditating and journaling every day, really, really helped me connect really quickly too with, man, who, who am I? What's, where's my energy being pulled? Where am I going? Uh, how am I gonna get there? How can, you know, what does my best self look like? Just going through that every day, 
within with literally within weeks I had a really clear vision of what what my life what what I was destined to do in in this in this world and and then once I had that vision clarity all I was left to do was just run a thousand miles an hour so for me the biggest thing is getting clarity and most people kind of go around in a fog they do a lot of false starts they do a lot of stutter steps because they never really clear Kind of just going through the motions. Going through the motions. They go yeah. at half speed. Yeah. They don't, don't. They don't really have any strong conviction toward anything. Mm-hmm. So they kind of just mosey along through life, just kind of coast. And I coasted for a long time, but boy, when you have clarity and you get conviction, you you go a thousand miles an hour, and that's what happened to me. Is I got crystal clear. Uh, no pun intended, yeah. Chris. <laughs> I got crystal clear. Yeah. On, you know what my outcome was going to be. And from that point forward, it's just a thousand miles an hour, uh, and that's that's been my life over the last year and a half, uh, two years now. Is, is uh, now now I preach it to the world, and I try to help everyone else kind of get that same clarity, and to get them kind of unstuck on on life, and mm-hmm. get them kicked in gear. And it's really simple. I just kind of show them a couple simple simple protocols of how to approach your morning every day, and boy, the, your, it increases your output tenfold. Uh, yeah, so you say, I, I know one of your quotes is, win the morning, you win the day. Yeah. What, yeah. That, what, yeah, do you what mean? does that mean? What does that mean? What do you mean by that? Oh, man. We it's, know, but we, no, yeah. people like, need to that's know. Your, that's, <laughs> when I think of you, I always think of that quote, yeah. It's it's my tagline. It's so powerful. Your morning determines how. I steal it a lot, too. What was that? I steal it a lot, too. Yeah. I love it. yeah. <laughs> borrowed. For you, us, it's like we you, get it, yeah. You borrowed, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's my cornerstone of, uh, of my existence. How you approach, like, your entire day was dictated by your morning. Mm-hmm. Your morning will start a domino effect of everything, every decision you'll make, everything that goes, that carries out throughout your entire day. It will be determined by how you start in your morning. So if you win the morning, if you get that part right, it will it will start a series of good decisions and good events, and you'll show up well in every other part of your day. So if you win your morning, you will win the rest of your day. Not only that, you win the day, you'll start to win. You'll string a few good weeks together. You win the weeks, you'll start to win your months and your years. You ultimately win your life, all starting with your morning. So I'm, I, pre- I preach, I, I, I turn people to morning heroes one morning at a time. You, you conquer the morning. You get that part right. Boy, you set yourself up for success, not just for your day, but for your weeks, your months, your years, ultimately your life, all starting with your morning. So, yeah, it's, it's, so, it's so important to get that part of your day right. What's your morning routine look like? So mine is, uh, so if, when I first started doing my morning practice, it started off as just, you know, I, I challenged myself to get up one, uh, one hour earlier than I normally got up to, to do the practices of the Miracle Morning, which was to meditate, uh, to journal, to review my goals, create an action plan of what I needed to do that day that was going to be in most alignment with getting to those goals, um, and then uh, uh, exercise, and and so that was it. So I, uh, and that took me, you know, thirty minutes to an hour. I loved it so much. I, ex- I extended it to two hours. Uh, so I, first I started getting up at six. Then I moved it to five. Now I get up at four. I, at least I set my alarm for four. Most of the time I beat my alarm, so I'm up around three forty-five every day now. Sounds so like this you, guy. Yeah. So if you love if you, it, if you, yes. If you follow me on social media, uh, on Instagram, it's the dot morning hero. 
uh, I, every morning I post my picture of my clock, kind of like uh, Jocko, yeah. Jocko yeah, Willing. Yeah. I post a picture of my clock, and most of the time it's around 3.45. Yeah, I noticed that lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just once, once I'm so hungry, you get so addicted to, uh, for me, gosh, there's no, there's no greater feeling in the world than getting up. It's pitch black outside. Birds aren't even chirping yet. And I'm sitting there with my cup of cappuccino, uh, my, my espresso in my in my space, my little corner. Um, I got some uh, a diffuser uh, burning. I got my journal in front of me. I take a deep breath and I look around and I look at the clock and I know I have a solid two to three hour head start on the rest of the world. It's no greater feeling than that. And so for me, it's just so addictive now. Like I, I yearn for my mornings so because funny. I know I that's just, I'm like getting goosebumps because <laughs> I feel the same way. Like somebody gets my point that you get it. Like it's like nobody gets it. You get it. People it's, just think Kenny's a lunatic. But now <laughs> it's 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 so addictive, right? God, it is. It's like gosh, you just it's like my time, man. It's my time to shine. It's like all my growth, all my growth happens in the morning. It's like that's my time. And now you know, me and my wife share it together because she's an early riser. But I've kind of got her on this train as well. So she gets up. I mean, she's always been early riser, but never really kind of had a structure to how she approached the morning. And so now she kind of does this whole practice where she has her own her her journaling practice and her meditation, and she reads. And so she has this. You know, we do it together. So she goes in her corner, I go in my corner. But they know like that's my time. Like, you know, I I go in that space and I zone out. Like I get my headphones in. And you don't mess with me, like, because yeah. that's where I'm shining. Like, that's where I'm putting on, I call it, you know, uh, find your cape. That's where I strap on my cape. That morning practice, literally, I turn into a superhero every morning. That's how. To, that's kind of where the morning hero came from. Ah, okay, every cool. day, I turn cool. into a hero and go off and save the world and conquer the world. And my morning practice is where I strap my cape on. That put gives me my superpowers to tackle the day. So every day I transform into a hero. I'm not, I don't wake up that way. I transform into one with doing the morning, doing this morning practice, and that allows me to attack the day with gusto and vigor, like I do. Do you have a night routine too? You know, it's not as consistent, uh, but I try to, and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, I've incorporated this more, but to do a daily debrief. And so uh, every day, I think you have to reflect every day and, and say, okay, what, where did I show up especially well today? What went well today? And then also, what didn't go so well? And what could I have done differently? I, I, I simply ask myself those three questions, and I try to, to journal about it. And I think that's where you truly find growth. Like, tr- growth is, is learning every day. Learning where, reinforce the good things you did. Where are the things that I did that I, I showed up well today? Um, and then acknowledge the things that could have gone better and where you can make some adjustments, and then you just don't do that again tomorrow. Or do it again tomorrow. Do the good things again tomorrow, right? That's where true growth is, is how can I be better tomorrow? So I try to ask myself those three questions. What went well today? What didn't go so well? And what could I have done better? Basically, how can I show up tomorrow better than today? And that, when you, if you do that, that, that ensures that every day you're making incremental growth. So that's, that's a part of my evening practice. It seems like... I think the big thing I'm hearing for you is just like that self-awareness. I think a lot of, again, a lot of us are just kind of moving through life and not really paying attention to those little things. 
Totally. Yeah. You, you push that out of your mind. When you screw something up, you're like, okay, I'm not going to think about that yeah, anymore. Yeah, no. What was the lesson yeah. in that? There's a yeah. lesson in all that. Like, don't yeah. just let that nugget pass you by. Like, that ex- whatever that was, you were given that day. You were given that experience for a reason. And if you don't acknowledge that, like, you've just wasted that opportunity. So uh, I try to every day or with, out of every situation reflect on, okay, what, what was I supposed to draw from that? Mm-hmm. Like, what did I learn? What should I have been learning from that? So that now I can, you know, that don't you waste that day or waste that opportunity. It wasn't in vain. It was for a reason. Let me p- draw from it what I need to so that I can apply it going forward. So I think it's so important to take that time. It's, it's all about t- t- slowing ourselves down a bit. Right. For this, this uh, uh, most people just have this such a go, go, go mentality. Never slow themselves down. And it's in those that, that, that slowing your pace, that's, that's what gives you um, – that's what energizes you and fuels you to go faster when you do start moving. Right. And that's the one thing I, I, I just heard this on a podcast recently about um, kind of improving yourself like 1% in all these different yeah. areas and the 1% add up. And I thought that was so like it's such a great analogy because in the grand scheme of things, you're like, oh, if I eat that burger, like whatever, it's just one burger. Or, yeah. You know, if I go to sleep late tonight, like whatever, I'll get back on tomorrow or yeah. all these little things. And, and actually all the 1% start to add up. Totally. And also, too, it's like more sustainable when you're not looking at it as, you know, I have to make this huge improvement because it's not sustainable either. Absolutely. Like how you started one hour earlier. It's like if you wake up normally at 7 a.m., don't just say, I'm going to start waking up at 4 a.m. every day. Right. Like, <laughs> you know. Make it realistic, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, that's just a recipe for failure. And when you fail and you're not good at something, it's not encouraging for you to keep going. Exactly. Either. That's true. So it's like those 1%. Okay, well, I can get up an hour earlier. Yeah. And let's get used to that. And yep. then I can get up another hour earlier because I'm feeling so great about this. Exactly. Exactly. And doing the debrief. Okay, well, I kind of screwed up a little bit. Let's think about, you know, <laughs> what little things can I do tomorrow to, to do better than I did today? Yeah. yeah absolutely. At least yeah. make yourself aware of it, right? Right. Like, don't just turn a blind eye. Like, when you're aware of it, may, sure, maybe tomorrow you might make the same mistake. or But over time, you enough of that awareness, you will start to to, to, to do better. Right. Yeah, and it's again just like building the habit, the repetition, totally of the habits. So it's it's funny because we were talking about how long does it take to form a habit. Everybody says, you know, I think it was like twenty one days, and now yeah. people are saying like sixty six days or things like that. But really, I mean, I don't I don't necessarily think it's about the time; it's about repetition. It totally is. Yeah, it's. I mean, f- let's see how long. I'm not sure how long it took for me to groove into um, getting up early. Uh, I think that the easiest way to hack starting a habit is most people try to use intrinsic motivation to start a habit. Intrinsic meaning they have to muster up their internal willpower to try to force this new thing on themselves. Try to inspire yourself. To try to inspire themselves and motivate themselves into greatness, into doing this thing that they really are resisting. Like, gosh, I'm I'm really... I resist this, but I, I, I'm trying to overcome this resistance to, to every day to do this. They're really fighting against their own tide to, to try to force a habit. I think that's a way to set, you're setting yourself up for failure. There's a book by uh, Benjamin Hardy called uh, Willpower Doesn't Work. And it's essentially what it is, means is that if you're relying on your own willpower to try to start a, a new habit, uh, you will fail. Mm-hmm. Um, and the premise of the book is that you have to create an ex- extrinsic motivations or an external environment that's going to force this onto you. That's the only way that you can really 
get get something grooved in. And so a good example is <clears throat> if you're trying to, you know, lose weight, um, it doesn't help if you, uh, you know, if you, uh, and I love sweets and sugar, if I have a house full of donuts and cookies, right? <laughs> right. That's yeah. not going to help. Like, yeah. I'm right. going to have to fight my willpower every time I walk in the kitchen to resist not eating the donuts. But you have to tweak your external environment to force a success, meaning get rid of it all. Now I'm not, I'm not relying on my willpower. My environment is set up to force me to be successful by creating this new habit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can do that with everything. You can create an external environment that's going to force, so you're not relying on your willpower. So, um, it, so, so the easiest thing like for me to, for getting up, the way I started getting up was I signed up for a 5 a.m., spin class at this local spin studio <laughs> and hey, and you know and they're not cheap like and i paid in advance it was like 200 bucks a month and i paid for all these classes for 5 a.m and it was a grind it was grueling i was like and but i i, I wanted to wake up at five so I, i'm like yeah i wanted to start waking up early so it's like i'm, I'm gonna force myself to do this and pay for it in advance because i know if i pay for it I'm going to do it, right? Because I'm not going to waste my money. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I set up the, my external environment. And so it forced me to wake up at 4.30 every day so I can make it to this spin class. And every day I, was, I, made, it to, I made it to that spin class. And you know, after a while, I got, so it got really easy to the point where now I do it on my own without the spin class. And so in order to turn something into a habit, you find some sort of external structure either finding an accountability partner finding a coach finding a class find something that you have to report to externally that's going to force this onto you otherwise your willpower will fail you every, every time so that's the hack of how to how to turn something into a habit you got to subscribe to an outside environmental structure that's going to force it onto you force you into success not trying to rely on your own it's uh, really smart because like that the whole waking up early thing, I was never, ever a morning person. So it took a really – that's why I was like, 21 yeah. days my ass. Like, that's crazy. 66, nope. Took me like a year and a half, honestly, yeah. of just getting up. And then what I realized is that I was getting up early only for those days that I worked out with my trainer and yeah. the other days, like, sleeping in. Yeah. So that's why the habit never became a real habit. Yeah. So now we're like, even on the weekends, you might – maybe on the weekends you sleep in an extra hour, yeah. but you don't really push it any more than that because otherwise you're just starting yourself over. That's true. So those first few days are rough. Like, yeah. it's it's like hangover <laughs> feeling. It's <laughs> it, it, terrible. It is, yeah. And then you start learning, like, I have to, like, fix my night routine now because I can't oh, go yeah. to bed at 11 now if I'm going to get up at 5 or, you know, whatever time you get up at. So yeah. you learn real quick, but then your body kind of adjusts because you're so tired after getting up at, you know, 4 or 5 a.m. a few days. You know you know what? Um, one of the tricks that the book shows is that uh, your how powerful your, your mind is mm-hmm. over your body. Uh, you know, mind over matter. That whole thing really works. Yeah. Is your body is absolutely obedient to mm-hmm. what you tell it. Yep. And most people say, oh, I'm not a morning person. or I'm not mm-hmm. this. And I always challenge them. The reason you're not is because you just said you're not. The minute you say yes. you are, you'd be surprised at how much your body is obedient to what you tell it. So um, in the book, they, the night, to your, your point you were saying, they have this night practice 
uh, nighttime affirmations to help you with uh, getting up early. And most people always have this perspective of, oh my God, I, they don't, you know, you're always looking at the clock and trying to negotiate how much time you have, yeah. how much sleep. Oh, it's, it's, it's 11 o'clock. Okay, so if I get to bed now, I got, okay, okay, 11, 12, 1, 2. Okay, if I get to bed right now, you know, maybe I get, okay. You're like, like stressed out together. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You're stressed out. You're yeah. trying to negotiate with yourself, like, how much sleep <laughs> you so can get. Um, and, and so they gave this little trick. Uh, and it's crazy how how well it works. And it's, you basically just tell yourself, you're so excited for getting up in the morning. Yes. So this so this is what I, I do. That, huh? So this is what I do. Um, you know, I'll, I'll kind of do the backwards count to see how much, uh, how many hours I have to sleep. So I was like, oh, it's 11. Okay, so if I get the bed now, it's just 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, okay, okay, five hours. Okay, and I say, us. I am so excited for these five hours of sleep that I'm about to get. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, look, it's like, I am so excited for these five hours of sleep that I'm about to get so that I can wake up at 5 a.m. and crush my morning workout or wake up at 5 a.m. and really get into my meditation. Thank you for these five hours of sleep. And I go to bed. Yeah. Right? And I, I just basically, I hypnotize myself into thinking, that I'm going to be excited when I wake up. You would not be. You would be. You you would not believe how I jump out of bed, ex- like Christmas, like a kid in Christmas morning. Like the very first time I tried this, I literally jumped out of bed, like running to. I'm gonna try it tonight. And I was like, "Holy shit, this thing works! <laughs> like this absolutely works." You 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 all like your body is so obedient to what you tell it. The reason we fight so much is because we're, we're actually fighting our own self-doubt and self-talk. It's hard for you to wake up early when every day you're telling yourself, you know, I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person, but I guess I'm going to try it. Like, you just convinced your body that it's not going to like getting up. What if you flip that around? It's like, man, I am so excited for this. I'm so sure. excited to do this. I heard another analogy, too, uh, just recently, like, Let's say that, you know, you have two people who are trying to quit smoking or who were smokers and somebody comes up and offers the one a cigarette and they say, no, thanks, I'm trying to quit. And then the other person says, no, thanks, I'm not a smoker. Yeah, And exactly. it's like you're telling your body you're not a smoker. So that person is already taking on that persona of a person who doesn't smoke yeah. versus the other person who's like, I'm a smoker, but I'm trying to yeah. quit. So it's, it's, I, it's, it is kind of amazing how you can convince your, yourself of so many things if you totally. come at it from a just a it's 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 a one percent tweak you it's know it's sm- that little tweak it makes such a big yeah. difference you, I, I call it watch your language yeah and uh not not in the sense of watching your language for profanity no watch the way you talk to yourself because your body is listening your body's listening to everything you tell it and it's so obedient just a few tweaks in your language I agree. can manifest such a different outcome. And Crystal, that's a great, that's a very great analogy you just, uh, or example. Just in that small tweak of how you present, I'm trying to quit versus, no, I don't do that. Your body is so obedient and it takes on that, that new definition mm-hmm. and to the point where, you know, your urges stop and everything. So uh, I encourage you, wa- watch your language because your body's listening. Yeah, it's funny. Um I told you that, Monty, the thing is, um, Dean, I'll give it to the person who said this, Dean Grassi, Degrassi. Degrassi, um, 
he says when he writes his to-do list, he says, I don't write a to-do list anymore. I write to, I get to-do list. Yeah. I get <laughs> to do this today. It's in a sort of on my, that's why I started doing get to do. I know you're doing it, but it's, it's when you literally, it, you're writing get to do. He says, you get to do it. You're alive. You're well, like quit saying to do, you get to do things. Yeah. You get to go work. You get to, even if there's problems, I get to go deal with this problem today. At least you get to go deal with it. You're yeah. alive. You're well. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. And I think a lot of people always ask me when you get up early, I said, the thing is, is it's when you're laying in bed for most people and that alarm goes off. There, you, your brain, you're psyching yourself already. Oh, like you're you're running through the excuse as well. Yeah, I can start tomorrow. It might does my back hurt or what about this and that? And I said my mind doesn't do that. Yeah. my mind's just like I'm like sweet. I get to get up and go work out. This is my time. And like we yeah. said, but people just they quickly you have that time. People psych. They hit the snooze, and next thing you know, it's 6 a.m. They went back to But you to tell bed. yourself, I'm so tired. I just want to go back oh, yeah. to sleep. Again, it's that totally. language. It's, and so that's yeah. why I think what you're saying, too, is if you're that person that's struggling, that's why some people that get up early, there are other coaches that get up early, this other guy what, up before 5 a.m. online, he says – if you're that person, you should immediately have your headphones, put them in your ears right when your alarm goes off, put them in, put the music that gets you going or that message. It's like going to psych you out quickly, right? Yeah. Like get out. Like he has his music list. He puts it in. He's like, I'm like dancing in my bed to jump out. Let's go, right? <laughs> Whatever it is. Like, yeah, you, it's, I mean, and then you would always say this when we ran the stairs. Um, I always liked that you said this. And I never really thought about it. We'd run the stairs and kick our butts in the morning on every Wednesday and then you would say, hey, guys, that's the toughest part of your day. It's done with. Yeah. Like we physically just beat each other up. <laughs> yeah. We were tired, sweaty, sore. And you're like, that. we just got through the toughest part of our day. The rest like of it's anything easy. Anything past this, whatever problem you're dealing with, it's easy. You'd always say that. Yeah. And I yeah. thought that was cool. Like it's yeah. easy thing, But you're telling yourself that. This is the toughest part of my day right now. Yeah. I mean, this the, the subconscious is so powerful. And all you have to do is just load it up. Load it up with positive talk, positive language, and then let it do its thing. It, it's your autopilot, and you got to know how to t- fine tune it. You got to know how to to uh, empower it to work on your behalf. And most people, um, they fill it with, you know, self doubt, negativity, and what they can't do, and what obstacles. And boy, all you have to do is just flip that and fill it up with uh, encouragement and motivation, and and what the things you get to do, uh, and empowering language. And you'll notice how powerful it is uh, because it truly is your autopilot. And so I'll give you an example. Uh, Crystal, that same example you used about smoking, I I use it about drinking. So I used to, uh, I was going through, uh, me and my wife, we were, uh, were, you know, um, trying to get pregnant. And I vowed with her that I wouldn't drink either. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not going to drink, you know, I'll in solidarity, I won't drink with you. And, and, but. I, I st- I'm a social person. I would still go to social gatherings, and I would still be around people drinking all the time. So it was a it's a challenge, and and so every morning I would tell myself, you know, I'm not a drinker, and these are the reasons why I don't drink. Just trying to psych myself out. And now, granted, of course, it didn't stop my urges. I still wanted to drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially being around people who pouring up wine and trying Socially, to pour. Socially, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, they're they're offering it to me. They're coming up, handing me glasses, and you know, I'm trying to sit here trying to refuse this uh, nice glass of champ- uh, 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 wine. It's a very difficult. And but so one day, so every morning, I, as a part of my affirmation process, 
I am not a drinker. You know, I don't drink because these are the reasons. And I was just kind of loaded up into my subconscious. And uh, it took a, about two weeks. I was, I was at this event, and I'm sitting there having a conversation with someone. And, um, you know, someone from the side comes up and just hands me a glass. And I immediately turned to him. I was like, oh, no, thank you. I'm not a drinker. And then I turned back, and I kept going with my conversation with this person. And I didn't even realize I had done it. <laughs> and then, like, a couple seconds later, I stopped myself. I'm like, wait a minute. I, did I, and I looked back at the other person. Did I just refuse to drink from you? Like, I, had, I literally was kind of like in a zone, and my subconscious, my autopilot, kicked in with its new definition that it had assumed that I was telling it. And I, had, I didn't even realize it. But... That that was so powerful to show that when you you whatever you load up your subconscious with that it that becomes your autopilot, mm-hmm. and that's how you really make change is when you it's what you do in your autopilot when when you're not trying to force it mm-hmm. what, what your natural state and you can train your subconscious and you do it through your language and so when you have that positive affirming empowering talk like. It becomes who you are. Mm-hmm. It's you slowly assume that new definition all through your language. And that was a great example of now I don't even urge. I don't have the urge. I can immediately shut down drinking whenever it's offered because I've assumed that new definition. It's my new def- definition all because of how I, I, the language that I use uh, about myself. So anyway, that. so, yeah. that's I cool. That. Um, I want to switch gears and talk about your coaching program. Yeah. What um, what inspired you to start it, and then kind of tell us about um, what it is. So uh, last year, so I, uh, up until January of this year, I was a commercial doing commercial real estate, and I thought that was my path forward. That was my you know destiny, and I was going to have all these office buildings with my name on it, and um, and uh, but I had this passion for personal growth and development, and I started a meetup group called the Accelerated Growth Club. And I was telling you about finding your tribe, how important that is. And so I wanted to create a tribe of like-minded people that's all just trying to pursue the best version of themselves. And uh, so I, I started doing that on the side. And, you know, uh, every two weeks I would have a meetup uh, just encouraging or inviting people that's wanting to learn and get the most out of life. Let's come together and let's all learn together and grow together and we accelerate our growth when we come together. Can you tell me how you started that first, though? Because I know that was like the original, that's like the original, original yeah. ACG. And we've been to a couple of events, and it really is like a tribe of really amazing people. I think at different, you know, paths, you know, different yeah. levels of their journey and, and whatnot. But that was like a really cool way to meet with people that are kind of on that totally. same path of like self growth. Yeah, and it's it's I haven't come across much like it, which is why I wanted mm-hmm. to create it, um, because so I realized the power of your environment. Yeah. So when I went through my journey, my testimony, kind of when I was in my mental fog, it, when I look back and reflect on that time, I was a product of my environment. I was going out and drinking every other night, and I was hanging around people that really had no clear destination, and the, all they were about was partying, and and that kind of helped me, excel, you know, in my, it helped accelerate my funk and my downfall, mm-hmm. right? It helped accelerate my descension, mm-hmm. if you will. And so, so kind of coming out of that experience, and on the flip side, where I was trying to grow and learn and become better, I wanted to use that same principle 
that same principle of me being a product of my environment that drug me down, I wanted to become a product of an environment that was going to drag me up. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, Jim Rohn says, you're the average of the five people you spend the most mm-hmm. time with. So I wanted to be very intentional about who I surrounded myself with and surround myself with the right people and the right energy that was going to push me into my destiny, push me forward faster uh, towards where I needed to be. And so I just just decided to create create this energy, create this environment. And I called it the Accelerated Growth Club. So I started it as a meetup, and I invited uh, people to come. And when originally we all started with, with, with the Miracle Morning, just started u- talking about the Miracle Morning and all the principles in it. And every two weeks we would get together and talk about other topics like meditation, journaling, um, how to incre- you know, calendar your day for extreme productivity, um, speed learning. So every day, every time we get together, we'd be on some, some topic that was going to help make, bless you in some way. And so it started off as six people in my living room. And then the next time we got together, it was 12 people. And the next time we got together, it was 25 people. And just start, started growing organically because there was just this hunger. Everybody was looking for some sort of tribe like this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it, it, it just kind of grew and took on its own, a movement of its own. And so now we are uh, uh, officially partnered up with the city of San Diego, and we we throw our events down at the library. And we had 150 people come to uh, uh, an event a few months ago. So, the, so it just shows and kind of reinforced that That's amazing. people are looking for tribes, and there's power in the community. That's kind of one of the taglines: is there's true power in the community. So when you come together. Um, you'll really, really try to, you'll really find your stride when you can link up with other people that's all headed in that same direction too. Like getting, find that current that you can get into and kind of get swept away and swept away into, into your, your destiny with it. So that's kind of how it, how it started. And, uh, it's, it's just kind of grown, grown. So at that, so I was doing that while I was doing commercial real estate still. And what I found was I would create these really kick-ass events. Uh, I mean, people would, and the whole premise of the event was, you're going to come, you're going to learn a new tool, a new tri- trick, something that you can put in your tool belt that you you can leave that day and be blessed and be a better person. Like, you're going to leave equipped with something, a new process that you can do that starting that day that's going to enrich your life. And so we would, people would come and they'd be all excited and, you know, I would be like, all right, here's it is. Here's the key to life. Steps one, two, three, four. Just do these. Do this process. Step one, two, three, yeah. four. You will, you know, have all the keys to life. That's it. You got That's it. it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and everyone would be all excited and high-fiving and hugging and crying and falling out in the aisles. And it was just this uh, great experience. And, uh, you know, uh, I'd be high-fiving people as they were leaving. Like, all right. I can't, everyone's like, yeah, I can't wait to get started. And then, you know, I'd see I'd see that person a couple of weeks later. Hey, Johnny, what's up, man? Like, hey, last time I saw you, you were all just like excited and high five and hungry for life. You were going to go and do steps one, two, three and four. Right. Remember that steps one, two, three, four. How, how's it going for you? You doing it? And they were like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, see, um, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, my, I haven't got to step one yet. My, yeah. my, 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 you know, the kids, the kids, you know, yeah. and then, you know, work got busy, um, you know, and just life, life just happened. And so what I found was, you know, I was investing a lot of energy in trying to equip people with the answer of knowing of with giving them what to do. And what I found was there is no shortage of knowing what to do. 
there's all kind of books and seminars and YouTube and uh, podcasts. And there's an overload of information out there. Whatever it is you're trying to do, within three seconds on Google, you can find something. You can yeah. figure it out, right? right? There's no shortage of knowing what to do. The problem is there's a disconnect between knowing what you need to do and actually doing it. Mm -hmm. People needed help doing what they know they needed to do every day. Right. Um, so it was a big shift for me because I was investing so much energy in just helping people figure things out and helping them connect the dots, but that did not help them move the needle because at the end of the day, they still had to go off and do it. And they were, there was the disconnect. And so what I found was people would come up and ask, like, Jarvis, look, I know, I, I know what I need to do, to be honest. I need help doing it, though. I just have a hard time executing and living and doing what I know I need to do every day. Like, do you do anything like that? Or can you, can you help me figure out a better way to actually execute? Hmm. And so it kind of got my wheels turning. I was like, all right, well, what if we did it together? Like, how about I help you? And I know kind of what we were talking about before, the best way to do something, uh, the magic sauce between intention your, of what you know you want to do, your intentions, and and actually executing and doing it, the missing ingredient, the link, is accountability. Mm -hmm. uh, accountability is an outside structure that forces you to do something. It's what we were talking about. Willpower doesn't work. You have to subscribe to an outside environment to kind of force success onto you. That's what accountability is. Accountability is kind of our in, our own instinctual nature to, to not want to disappoint someone else. Like, we will disappoint ourselves way more than we dis disappoint other people. Yep. So, so, uh, so I was like, okay, what if we did it together? We create, call it an accountability group where every day we check in. All right, did you do the things you needed to do? That way it not only equipped you of knowing what to do, but actually helped you do it every day. So I, I back in uh, about six months ago, I started this accountability group and Lo and behold, it took off like crazy. Um, people that were on this in this group were moving mountains, literally moving mountains. Uh, one girl always wanted to write a book. It's been something that's just been on her, uh, on, on her, you know, passion list for so long. Never got around to it. It's just ah, I wanted, one day I want to write a book. She was on a program. Within two months, she had the book written. And then a month after that, she had a signed publisher. Wow, like awesome. literally, things something took something just from an idea, something she's always wanted to do, to putting it in motion and actually did it. All because every day we would check every in. day you're hitting. It's, that, every, hitting and it was that, an, it's a daily thing. Like every day, she knew she was going to be held accountable. All right, did you do it today? Did you work on your book for thirty minutes every day? Did you work on it for thirty minutes? And just knowing that someone's going to ask you about it, you got to do, you it. do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally makes you do it. It it, it, it provides a structure that now you're going to show up. It's for, top of mind too. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And so, so that as I start, we started to see the results, the impact that this type of structure, just something so simple as accountability to having with people, it highlighted for me that this was something that I can offer to the world. This was, this was something that I could bless the world with. Uh, this was gonna be my, kind of one of my grand messages and deliverables to the world. So the minute I opened it up, I was like, all right, would anybody pay for this? I had enough people raise their hand like, yeah, I get so much value out of this, I'll pay for it. That 
then I, com- I quit commercial real estate, and this is kind of, it led me into kind of my journey of what I'm doing now. So now I do full, I call it accountability coaching, where I help people execute every day. So it's just, I help you get clear on where, what it is, awesome. you, where you, where, you know, uh, a lot of people kind of just wander around aimlessly, um, kind of stuck in place, not really clear on what they're doing, not really clear on how to get to where they want to go. Um, so I kind of help people get unstagnant. And by getting them real clear on where they're trying to go, help give them an everyday kind of structure, uh, a process of how to figure out what do you have to get done today, how to prioritize and focus their day, and then I hold them accountable to doing it. And mm-hmm. so that whole process, we do it on a call every morning together. Um, but it's been, it's been monumental for people like to, to help get them clear, help get them focused, help get out of a mental fog, uh, help get them prioritized, and then helps them be accountable to executing what they've identified was their highest and best use for that day. So that's what I, that's what I do now. That's part of my, my program. It's called the Morning Hero, uh, the Morning Hero Accountability Program. Um, what do you think you've learned the most just about yourself after doing this program? Hmm, what about my, about myself, huh? Yeah, going through the program, coaching people, like, what is it kind of, like, what's one takeaway you're, like, probably learned? That you can, the, that you, you literally can do anything. Um, all it takes is a little structure and a little account, accountability. Like, uh, one guy wanted to double his income. He, when we, when I sat down with him, his grand goal was this year I want to double my income. And I just don't, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't win, but that's just an ambition that I have. That's an intention. I was like, all right, let's work on that. Let's set the intention and let's work on that every day. Every day we'll get clear, we'll get focused. We'll, I'll help you prioritize the most important things, not the busy things. And what was happening, most people kind of fill their day with busy work. The yes. time, like We're all you can easily, it, yeah. you can easily fill your day with being hyperactive all day long and at the end of the day be exhausted like okay I, wow I was busy all day but were you actually progressive there's yeah. a difference between being busy and being and making progress and so kind of what I, one of the things I do is that every morning we identify the most progressive thing not the busy stuff but the most progressive stuff and that's what I hold you accountable to and so with him I said all right Let's let's do this process every morning. I'll walk you through this process of how to identify the most progressive things that you could do today, and then I'll hold you accountable to doing it. And literally within two months, he signed a new contract that doubled his that doubled his wow. uh, income. Within two months, he went from this was from January to March. Uh, he doubled his income before <laughs> within two months into the year. This was a yearly goal of his, and he did it within two months. And it, like so, all these testimonies that I hear every day just truly shows me the true power of this process. Start the day with intention and purpose. Identify what is your highest and best use and make sure it's in alignment with your goals. And then hold yourself to a standard and be accountable to doing it every day. And that, and most people can't do that for themselves. So now that's what I provide for them. I provide that structure for them to help them get focused and then hold them accountable to executing. And But this whole journey has showed me truly that uh, your output is endless. Like your your full potential is endless. But the types of thing I'm things I'm seeing people do and accomplish just from doing this process every morning, it's amazing the output that they're producing. So I've even be I've I've even been surprised by some of the things that people have been able to accomplish 
just from adding a little bit of intention to their mornings. Like you didn't even maybe think that <laughs> I didn't they even were think, right. you were yeah. able to disappoint this fast. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy because Kenny and I have talked in the past about like, you know, that we go to a counselor or a therapist or other things in life. And it's it's like when you want to play a sport and you want to get really good at it, you don't go like, well, I'm just going to watch YouTube videos and teach myself how to do this. Yeah. No, you have to go hire a coach because they tell you all those little things about your form and yeah. they keep structure and they hold you accountable to practice so many times, you know, in between coaching totally. sessions and things like that. So it's, it's, you know, makes total sense to me that you would have coaches for all aspects of your life. I mean, maybe you have a business coach for your business, an accountability right. coach. Maybe you have a trainer. Or you you do workout classes because, you know, right. I always get a better workout when I'm even in a class versus if I go to the gym by myself. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it is one of those things. Um, I think accountability is the big thing because, like you said, I think in the beginning when we're starting our careers especially, I think when you get busy, you equate busy with success. Absolutely. And so you get in this hamster wheel of being busy, busy, busy. I'm doing really good because I'm busy. Yeah. And then at some point you go like, wait, a second all these busy things aren't really making me money or driving me further in my career i'm That's just right. busy absolutely you're not making any progress you're right. spinning you're spinning in place right and then what's going to happen is a couple years are going to go by and you're going to notice you're in the exact same place you've yeah. made no progress at all and then that's when resentment uh builds up and uh, you kind of go through a quarter life crisis, which is what I went through, or midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah. Really, that's just a stem from you look up and you aren't nearly as far as you as you thought you should be. You have a panic mm-hmm. attack. You have a, you have a panic mm-hmm. attack. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's all. That's what that stems from. Well, I think too, we all get comfortable. Like we get you get into the habit of being in this certain place, doing this certain thing. Yeah. That trying something new, especially to like jobs or careers, you're like, well. I fought to get to this level of success and now I'm comfortable. Like I spent all those years being uncomfortable. Like why would I make myself uncomfortable again to go (laughs) write a book or to go get a new contract? All those things. It's that extra little push to go like, I can do this. I've done this before and I can do it again. And I think it's people at all level too um, Mm because, you know, you can listen to a lot of podcast guys that are, you know, have a lot of money, had a lot of success. And a lot of these guys, they, you know, their one age envision like I drove by this neighborhood and I wanted to buy this house on the beach and I wanted a private jet and I wanted this car and all of a sudden they hit that and they get there they're like oh so but what do I do next yeah, yeah. What's, it, what now <laughs> because there's nothing you're chasing like you have like they always say I have everything but really I'm like this is not what I thought it you yeah. think you're gonna get there and that's it and I think on any level people can keep pushing whether it's yeah. health or fitness or relationship or anything mm-hmm. and I think that's why that's why. I um that book right there, Tribe of Mentors. I don't know if you've ever read I, that. I haven't read it. So we were in Vietnam. I read through majority of that book and I noticed that he basically interviewed a bunch of different variety of people. Like, you know, from Kelly Slater to somebody that writes book to an actor to somebody in business. But all really successful in there. Yeah, and field. most of the people meditated in there, which is surprising. And but the more I study more successful people I started realizing they have a morning routine, they have a night routine, they meditate, but that morning is like, how am I pushing that needle every day? Absolutely. And I think um, that's one of the things I was going to ask you is, is like, you're coaching people now, you've been doing it, I think, for six months. Are you seeing, um, we were talking about this, like, everybody always wants to know, like, when am I going to see the results? When am I going to see the shift? When am I going to see that habit change? And are you seeing by somebody coming in that was like, this person was on the worst routine, like just all over. And now they've been on this call every, you know, they're doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are you starting to see a shift? 
when somebody it's different for different people um well, so our our program is our first thing in the morning 5 a.m or 6 a.m so some people they they're very resistant to like if they're uh i work with a lot of like business owners or entrepreneurs or people that kind of make their own schedule they don't have to wake up by a certain time to go into an office so they're waking up at six seven eight o'clock and then now they're challenged to get up at five or six right okay. so so a lot of people some people kind of there's a sh- a big shift needs to happen just for them to wake up early yeah <laughs> Me- meaning they have to go to bed early That's like true. waking up early is truly a product of going to bed early like i can't go to bed at midnight and try to get up at 345 it's not gonna work yeah. right, right. <laughs> so 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 some, a lot of people some people actually truly do have to it's an adjustment to really adjust their sh- schedules and start going to bed early but the the shift comes when they start to see uh the benefits mm-hmm. of how much they flow through their day they're more organized they're more clear on their purpose they're more prioritized in what they have to get done that day and then they start attacking it before 7 a.m. By 7 a.m., they've already knocked down their top two or three things that they were supposed to get done. And then they take that momentum into everything else they do that day. Their meetings with their clients. They're, they're showing up with a different vibration and a different energy. Uh, when they, The quality time with their, with their family is more impactful and they're more present. Like, that, when I truly, when I say you win the morning, you win the day, I truly believe that. You knock those first hour two hours you get that first two hours right everything else in your day flows so well and so the shift happens is when people start to see that flow and they get addicted to it Mm -hmm. and for some people it happens sooner than others but i mean for me within the first day i was addicted to it literally the first day i started this process i saw the benefit and i wanted it again the next day and then I saw the benefit of that, and I yearned for it again. So within one day, I saw the benefit, and that made me yearn for it. Um, so for me, it was a day. Some people might take them a week, just just getting used to the new schedule of getting getting up early. But even then, uh, th- there's a point where you're like, "Whoa, I-, I see that when I do this, when I get up, or, you know, within it doesn't even have to be waking up early. When you just wake up and spend that first, you know." time with yourself with intention building your intention for the day whether that's at 5 a.m or it could be at 7 a.m when, whenever you get up it's strategic how are you being strategic about that first you know hour of your day and when you start to see the benefits of that it's it you get addicted to it quickly so, so it doesn't take long to be honest what's um what's your why my why uh, so I have many different whys uh, for every area of my life. Uh, my ultimate, ultimate impact, my ultimate, ultimate why, like why am I here, is to have a maximum impact, to leverage my journey, leverage everything that I've been gifted with. Not truly, I use the word gift strategically, that everything I've been through was a gift. Um, everything that I've gone through, I wouldn't be here now if it wasn't for the journey that I've had. And so it was a gift. And now it's my duty and my obligation to gift it back to the world. And so my grand purpose is to help other people connect the dots, leveraging my journey, leveraging everything I've learned along the way. If I can help you get from your point A to your point B, a lot faster and a lot smoother than my journey, like 
that was that's why I'm here. And so for me, it's to have impact. And I think I think that I th- I think I share that with pretty much everyone. I think everyone's grand purpose at some point or another is to have an impact, and that that can manifest itself differently mm-hmm. for everyone, right? It, for me, that impact will come with me being on grand stages. That's when I meditate in the morning. That's my vi- the vision that I've been, the seed that I've been planted with is that I will have a maximum impact to many. Uh, through grand st- being on grand stages, so that's one. That's my ultimate, ultimate why is is, is that I I have to do this to help someone else that needs it. Someone needs to hear what I have to say at the at, and it's going to hit them at the right place in their life where it's going to make a shift for them. And for me, that's ultimate fulfillment it's to know that I'm that I might be able to make that level of a difference. So that's my my grand why my several whys in there oh like with the morning hero and why i'm trying to build uh my wife you know we uh, laugh and joke with her about this but ultimately i want her to be with me running the morning hero okay. that's so cool. i'm build i'm building this organization so that i so that she can be on board and we can go a tandem hand in hand and 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 have a positive impact on this world together so i, I have to be successful at this because um we're going to leave a legacy together. And so that legacy is what I have in mind. Where do you see your program going next over the next few years? Like where do you kind of vision it? Yeah. So, uh, so right now, basically the process that I kind of walk people through is a five-step process to a perfect day. I call it the, the morning hero, perfect day planner. And so everybody, all my students, everyone that I work with, it's a physical journal. Like every day you open it up, and you walk, you 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 walk through the whole process. You journal out the, your entire day, and the the pro, the the, um, the planner walks you through all five steps. And it takes about fifteen minutes to fill out. So within fifteen minutes, you have your your perfect day planned and strategized, prioritized, and you're clearly crystal clear on where what you're going to output that day within fifteen minutes. And so, right now, I do this together with my students on a, on a call. Um, I'm rolling it out now so that anyone can buy it. So, you know, it'll be something you can go on Amazon and buy Smart. buy Very the cool. perfect the perfect day planner so that anyone can plan their perfect day every day. And then ultimately it will be oh, appetize it. It'll turn into an app where then you can just download on your phone and you'll have the perfect day in the palm of your hand. So you can go wake up, get your coffee, pull out your phone, and within 10 to 15 minutes you – you have completely scheduled your day on your calendar. It'll walk you through the whole process of how to schedule your perfect day to get the maximum done for you to hit your goals. It'll basically hand, hold your hand and, and walk you right to your goals. Uh, so that's the ultimate thing is it'll be an app, and then I'll basically just go around and kind of preach it to the world. <laughs> I love that. I'll definitely awesome. be getting that journal. <laughs> yeah, I no, that's yeah. awesome. Um, I mean, you definitely motivated me today because I get up early and stuff, but it's kind of motivating to, it's funny, like the days, I mean, I can even remember the days I, you know, I'm really conscious of being positive and thinking what I'm going to do and stuff. I do notice, I'm like, wow, I crushed that day more than when I just jumped out of bed and kind of went like free willy, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I can see that there's a big difference. And it's funny because sometimes I do it because I want to see the difference and I'm, you can just see it. You can feel it. And at yeah. the end of the day, you're like, man, I got a lot of shit done today, but it was like, I, it, it was meaningful. Yeah. It wasn't like I got a lot of stuff done today, but what did I move the needle? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Most people are very scattered. 
Like they just kind of get up and go, and it's like, oh, okay, what, what am I doing right now? Uh, or, or, oh, I'll just do this. And they just end up re- doing random stuff, filling their day with time and staring at email and Facebook. Like they just feel so distractions, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so. easy to get distracted. And even too, with all of the coaching programs and things, I think because now there's so many programs out there, you can kind of have like these mentors, so to speak, that, you know, you can buy their programs or you can listen to their webinars or things. And it's so easy to get those programs and then never follow through with it. Like, yeah, I think exactly. a lot of us have bought all these programs and you're like, some of them you haven't even looked at, you haven't oh, yeah. worked through any of them. It's like, when are you ever going to make the time to go through it? So yeah, we absolutely. all have all these things we want to do. But like you said, they're not really front of mind because you do again, that language with yourself. You're like, I want to do this one day. Well, when you say I want to do this one day, that kind of basically means like yeah. that's like a low priority <laughs> yeah. item. Yeah, exactly. So it's cool to have that accountability. Yeah. So Jarvis, if somebody wants to find you, if they want to contact you, um, learn more about your coaching, and then obviously I know your planner will be for sale, which is awesome. Where Where's the best place to find you and get a hold of you? Yeah. So uh, first of all, follow me on Instagram. That's where I post every day. I post what's going on i post uh uh i I kind of do live versions of my morning calls so if you want to get a little taste of what that looks like i post every morning on my stories bits and pieces of our our morning calls the accountability calls so uh on instagram it's the dot morning hero uh and then you can message me through that as well uh my email is probably the best way my website is under construction right now but my email is just Jarvis at themorninghero.com. So if you uh, reached out to me through through email, um, I can respond and kind of let you know about everything, think everything that's going on. Cool. And we'll link all that in the notes. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you. Um, it's been cool to when I first met you. I know when I first met you, you're doing the commercial real estate, and I know to see you shift and you're actually doing your passion. I mean, when you get to see anybody doing their passion. Yeah, it's like it's super inspiring because there's a lot of people that unfortunately um, should be doing their passions, but you know they need they need this, they need the program, they need the coaching. They, they need, need it. They yeah. need the, yeah. they need to email me because most just about everyone that's on my call on in my program, that's what we work on is how do you incorporate your passion into an, an something every day that you can do because you it's necessary. You have to work on it. It's 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 not just something that you should do or maybe you, it's essential that you do uh, because the worst thing that's going to happen is you you push it off to the side, you never get around to it, and then one day you wake up and then you feel with regret. Like, what if I had a, mm-hmm. what if I had a wrote that book? God, you know, what what if I had a, mm-hmm. you know, pursued this dream? What if? And that's the worst feeling in the world is to go through that what if conversation with yourself. So every day I make people prior the process that I walk them through. It's like how do you, how can you show up and fill your cup in every area of your life today? Professional is one of them, and that's the one that most people focus on. But here's the four other things that you need to be thinking about with personal or passion. How can you how can you pour a little bit into that cup today? Health and fitness. How can you be very intentional about what you're going to do? What are you going to eat? What exercise are you going to do today? Like spend some time really strategizing on how you're going to be your best self in health and fitness. Your relationships. What's something nice you can do for your partner? How are you going to show up for your family? Who are three people that you can send a thoughtful message to? And then the last one is learning and growing. What book are you going to read today? So those are the five areas that every day I walk people through how to set intention. And if you don't fill up every single one of those cups, if you're only filling up one of those cups, you're going to be not only just off balance, 
Um, but you're not actually going uh, as hard as you could in that area. For instance, if you're only pouring into your professional and you're leaving all your other cups empty, truly you're only operating at about maybe 50%. Like you might spend 10 hours at work, but you're really only doing about three to four hours of really productive stuff. Like you, you don't, it's not 100% of you. You need every one of your cups to be filled and it will then accelerate you in your professional, right? If your home life is great, if your health and fitness is wonderful, if you have great relationships with people, that pours into, and if, you're, if you're fueling your passion, that makes you show up better in your professional, right? So you can't go as hard as you want in one area if you aren't prioritizing all these, every other area of your life. So I make people be very intentional every single day about how are they not just focusing on one thing, but how are you incorporate your passion into what you're doing because it's necessary. It's necessary for you to do that. Yeah. So I love that. That's, <laughs> a, that's, yeah. a, that's I think we got to leave it there. That's, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. So thanks. Thank, yeah. Thanks for coming in. I'm sure everybody got some nuggets today. I know we did. And um, just keep doing what you're doing, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Appreciate it. High thanks, five Travis. it out. Boom. Boom. All right. We'll go off and we. You've won the morning. Now just go off and win the rest of the day. That's right. (laughs) This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.